So here's our podcast about uh, talking about ghosts and how we're just going to pretend to be ghosts for each other when we die. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to keep the, <laughs> keep the other one in line. <laughs> I'm Lauren. I'm Megan and drinking. <laughs> yeah. This is Things That Go Drunk in the Night. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Twitter um, at... T-T-G-D-I-T-N. You know, it was so hard because when I was setting Boom. it up, I was like, oh my gosh, I have all these clever, <laughs> like, handles that I could choose, right? right? Like, every single one that I put in. It didn't... My first my first favorite was, like, Drunken Ghost. <laughs> I mean, that would have been perfect. Drunken Spirit. Because Why everybody loves a good pun. Why didn't we decide to be children about this and do like drunken spirit 69 or something That's, along I'm, I'm those lines. I'm changing it now. It's gonna be. All right, everybody, yes. we changed it. Maybe. I don't know. If it's not there tomorrow, you'll know. <laughs> like, why did we just not go straight middle school on this? <laughs> Surfer girl. Yes. Oh, that brings bad memories of high school handles mm. and emails. It's gonna be drunken ghost 666. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. If you want to get super crazy, we could put a nine in there randomly. Sign of the drunken devil. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you see any ghosts this week? No, but you did remind me that I have a super fucking creepy tree. Uh-huh. Really creepy tree, which I generally forget about through the creepier months of the year being fall and winter. Yeah. Mainly because I just don't go outside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I'll put the picture on our Twitter. Yeah, no, this creepy tree. It's a fucking creepy tree. It's got a face. It follows you as you move. Yeah, like as you're leaving, make sure you look. It will follow you down the driveway. No, the whole tree. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining this tree. (laughs) What's that movie? Lord and then, the like, every, every time I turn back around, it hides behind another tree. <laughs> oh, my God. You just described a scene out of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but imagining, like, yeah. more, like... It's uprooting itself. It's I'm like... More, I'm imagining, like, Looney Tunes. <laughs> right, and it's, like, tiptoeing. <laughs> but it, like, chooses, like, a really, like, a little baby birch to hide behind, you know? Yeah, like, or, like, the like mailbox. A, yeah. And this is, like, a huge tree that's taller than my house. It lays down <laughs> over your car. <laughs> it's like, I was here like the whole time. Like a wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> and just, like, with lights over your car. Like, I was always on your car. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, now I'm freaked out and you're going to have to walk me out to my car. I have a ghost in the form of a dog that literally tore mm. my door up and tore the frame off my door to try and get in my bedroom last night. So I'm pretty sure she's possessed. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the only... Yeah. And she's yeah. possessed by a demon that does not like men and does not like thunderstorms. <laughs> so she does not like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. No. 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 That's not her thing, that man. Is, no. Kind of, I mean, he's, he, he's the kid who has to learn his lesson. Yeah. Like, 900 times. Yeah. But I also am the kid that needs to learn my lesson, like, 900 times. 
I mean, this is our third recording now, and it's probably going to be the first one that anybody hears, because (laughs) for some reason, I couldn't stop getting drunk before we started recording. (laughs) The only reason I wasn't drunk prior was because I was either driving to your place. Yeah. Or, why wasn't I drunk prior? We're honoring somebody, but we're about to say some shitty stuff about him. (laughs) I mean, I don't have to, I can still honor them and not agree. (laughs) That sounds really bad. It was like the most emotional almost anybody will ever see me. As your arm grows 18 feet so you can reach across the room to pat them on the back instead of actually offering real condolences like a normal human. (laughs) Um, So Lorraine Warren died, what, it's been actually like two two weeks weeks now, now. the 18th of April? Oh, Um, I guess it's been three weeks then. Yeah. Yeah. So... We're going to do one of their famous hauntings, which is the haunting of the Perrin family, which is also what... The Conjuring yeah. and The Conjuring 2 are based off of. Um, but so we are going... You are going to actually talk about what The Conjuring is based off of, mm-hmm. so the Perrin family. Um, I have Which I am so glad that I listened to, like, instead of just reading, I actually, like, listened to interviews with them, because I was, like, I was definitely about to call them the Perron family. Oh, is it not? <laughs> no, no it's, it's the parents, and I kept oh. on having to remind myself that it's, like, Heron. <laughs> God, I'm such, a, I'm such an idiot. I still would have said it wrong. <laughs> Do you ever have words like that? Like, you've always read them, mm-hmm. and you've never actually heard them? Like, Giacomo. Okay. Okay. When I moved up here, before freshman year, Giacomo. I thought it was Giacomo <laughs> for the longest time, and I didn't think anything of it because that's what it looks like it's spelled like. Right? Okay, so you're going to go over the Perrin family, uh-huh. um, and then I am going to talk about my lack of trust in the Warrens. All right. So, so Rhode Island... June of 1970, uh, Roger and Carolyn, look, I almost did it. I almost said Perron. 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 Along with their five daughters, Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cynthia, and April, uh, moved into the old Arnold estate. And I actually put the address in here, but then when I was like researching it, because mm-hmm. it's like common knowledge, um, you can find it anywhere on the internet, but like I. I mentioned it later, like, the homeowners would like for people to quit showing up there, so... We should probably not broadcast that. Yeah, but... I mean, all right, um, I'll do them a solid. I can tell you it's Round Top Road uh, in Harrisville, Rhode Island, and it is a 14-room home that was built in 1736, so, um, and then, like, the day that the parents were moving in, the occupant at the time was moving out, so it was, like kind of chaos and then Mm -hmm. the guy told roger to leave the lights on at night yeah so heads up i am the worst person when it comes to ghosts and that would have been my moment to burn it Mm -hmm. the fuck down so prior to them purchasing it he never mentions the thing he waits until the day that they're moving in and he's like yeah like basically for the sake of your children like leave the lights on and when were when was this this is 1970 june 1970 if somebody were to say that to me or Chris and I find out about it, like, suddenly we're not going to have a house. Uh, anyways, they all didn't know that the day that they were moving in mm-hmm. is actually the day that three of the girls saw their first ghost in the house. 
did they just not tell mom and dad or did like I don't think so because it was when the uh, old people were moving out and the new mm-hmm. people were moving in and then I think they realized after the fact that like there somebody wasn't, that there wasn't a person like two that of the wasn't girls a real and mom person. yeah okay so three of the girls saw this guy just basically standing in the corner what well it doesn't say if it's a male or a female ghost but somebody standing somebody in the standing in the corner um and like just watching them. Have you ever noticed it's always a guy though? And like, he was probably wearing what are they called the the um, bowl like are they bowler hats? Is that what they're called? Bowler hats. Bowler hats. Mm-hmm. And he probably. and like a suit. Either that and he or has like a, a cane. Sto- either that or like a stove top hat. Because if it's a woman, it's inevitably doing something in a room somewhere, and it's either yeah, it's like dusting the floors. It's or, either hel- being super helpful and trying to protect you, or it's, or it's, it's you trying to fucking kill you. Get out of my fucking house. Yeah, like it's gonna straight up kill you, and Arms it's gonna crossed. let you know from the moment it walks in. Mm-hmm. Whereas the guys are creepy. The guys always just kind of like stand back. They take assessments. Who's the weakest link? They're, the, they're like that... I would like for just this storytelling. <laughs> I'm just adding my own. I mean, you know, maybe it's made up, maybe it's not. I would like to add that I think we talk about this ghost later on. Okay. In my story, and I'll tell you when we get to that. Okay. Because okay. it's it just makes for great storytelling if I like you know. Oh, and add it. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, there's yeah. more. <laughs> um, so. Not long after they moved in, um, and so Carolyn, the mother, she would go in to look, and she would just find that, like, the broom had been moved to a different part of the kitchen, uh-huh. and there would be a pile of dirt swept up in the middle, ready to be swept up in the dustpan and, like, put in the garbage. Right. Um, and then, like, they would hear other sounds from other rooms that weren't occupied, like, no humans were in them. Um, so Carolyn started to get, like, not suspicious, but she was curious about... Mm-hmm. Like, what she was hearing, like, and all the things that were happening in the house. And then also, it was a 200-year-old house, and she was just curious about, yeah. like, the property. I mean, this is pre-revolutionary. Yeah. Like, I'd be curious. Yeah, I want to see where... I, would I mean... Wanna, I think I would want to know everything about it. Parts of me say, yes, I want to go exploring. I want to see all the cool things and know this house like the back of my hand. But then there's the actual me who has still not been in one part of my attic yet, and I've lived there for seven years. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that's the one that would win. I'm more afraid I'm going to find a raccoon or water damage, but you know. That's minor details. Yeah. I mean, there we have a creepy closet under our stairs. That's true. I refuse to go into that thing. I know, but I love how you always send Sophie down there to get stuff out of it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone's got to be brave. Got to build her up now. Yeah. So she doesn't have the same fears <laughs> I have growing up. <laughs> She's probably just like peacefully unaware that like you're sending her down there because it's, or does she know that it's because it's creepy as shit <laughs> she thinks other parts of this house that are completely benign are creepy but she'll fucking meander down here pitch black go into the creepy closet and be perfectly fine um <laughs> so she started to research the house um and she found that the Arnold family had lived there for eight generations, um, and many deaths had taken place on the property. The first one was, uh, well, I don't know if this is the first one or not. It makes it sound like it is. Johnny Arnold hung, well, hanged himself in the attic, um, which later they talk about that being the little boy that 
um, the youngest daughter makes friends with. But he seems really young, and obviously that's in the movie. So, like, he hung himself? Well, I mean... Did, like, four-year-olds hang themselves back then? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't think so. Accidentally. But I mean, time, I know. They find, like, blind yeah. cords and stupid shit like that's that. That's different. No, I mean, I think... So, I've heard that when spirits, if they are trying to be malevolent or trying uh, to really go after you, mm-hmm. they're going to pick the form that... Is the most appealing to you. Right. That you feel most comfortable with. So... And, I mean, it is the TV, or it's the movie, so they could have fabricated that part. Well, yeah. But, I mean, if it really is showing up as a kid to this other kid, it's because yeah, he's not a cool guy. So then we also have, and I actually got this wrong the first time that I wrote it, because <laughs> but I put Miss Arnold. Mm-hmm. Which one? It's fucking eight generations. <laughs> Was she married to Johnny, the little boy? What, was that okay back then, too? <laughs> I mean, you did marry when you were, like, ten. Yeah. As a female, not and as a that's male. That's why he hung himself in the attic. Because she hanged herself um, in the barn at the age of 93. How do you live to be 93 back then? Like, what sort of witchcraft what and wizard three-year-olds do you know could hang themselves? <laughs> back then, in the 1700s? What type of witchcraft or wizardry mm-hmm. are you practicing or what deals with the devil are you practicing to live to 93 mm-hmm. like and y- still be strong enough to hang yourself that yes. you gotta kill yourself death hasn't even come for no. you death is like nah it's cool I'm gonna let you I'm gonna see how this pans out yeah you're doing alright Right? No, that's not how that worked. You, like, the average age but back could, then. Couldn't you imagine getting to 93 back then and oh. being like, oh, yeah, fuck this. No, fuck this. Uh-uh. Oh, I want to know how many times... We still don't have cell phones yet. No. We still don't have flying cars. They don't have... Do they have indoor, like, flushing toilets? No, and not they're just, outhouses. Like, holes in the ground that they have to shit no. in? At 93, I didn't think I'd still be shitting in a hole in the ground. Right? Like, come on. Fuck you. I'm fucking out. Deuces. <laughs> and then as soon as she's dead, like, industrial <laughs> revolution. <laughs> Should have waited two years. <laughs> um... So, Prudence Arnold, she was 11. Um, She was actually raped and murdered. And this is, from what I found, um, it actually is a, it's a true part of the story. Um, And it's still technically unsolved to this day, but they did think that it was a farmhand that had done it. Like, later, Uh, later there was enough proof, but it had been so long since, you know. Um, And I think the guy was already dead. So, two people drowned in the creek. Another four were found frozen to death around the property. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and that was hot. yeah, mm-hmm. and Bathsheba Sherman allegedly hanged herself on the property as well in a tree. Was she ninety three also? Because she actually might have been really old. I will. Is she, so here's my thing. How do you say that name? Bathsheba. 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you say. It. Okay. Oh fuck! I've only read it. Do they say it in the movie? I'm pretty sure it's Bathsheba. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, that sounds like a demon's name. Is that not a demon's name? Um, it's from, um, no, you should fucking know this, because I think it might be from the Old Testament. <laughs> it is, but it Wasn't sounds it like King, a... Wasn't sh- it King David saw her bathing? Bathsheba. Yeah, Bathsheba. She's the Sheba of the bath. Hmm. Okay, so Bathsheba was the wife of Uriah, the height, Hittite? I don't know. And later... You're the of, one that should be able to say these things. I, I really should, but whatever. <laughs> um, and later of David, according to the Hebrew Bible. 
Um, she is most known for the biblical narrative in which she was summoned by King David, who had seen her bathing and lusted after her. She was the mother of Solomon, who succeeded David as king, making her the queen mother. So, anyways, April, she was the youngest of all five, um, and she was five when she moved in, to, when the family moved into the old Arnold estate. Um, and according to, this was from an interview that I was listening to on another podcast called, I think it's The Grave Talks with Tony Bruschi. And he was doing like an interview with Andrea, the oldest of the daughters. Um, and so she basically said that April seemed totally oblivious to the fact that like the friends that she had made in the house while the other girls were at school mm-hmm. uh, were actually like spirits. So she was oblivious that these kids that are in the house are not real people. Yeah, she just they she thought they they were other kids. She that's what Andrea says that it seemed like. And how old was she? She was 5. I mean, that makes sense. And then when of course when you tell your parents, my friend, you know, yeah. like and you're 5, they're like, "Oh, she's got an imaginary friend." Because of that, it, like April never seemed like she was afraid of anything that went on in the house mm-hmm. because she Except I mean, for when, like, things were happening to her mom and her mom was actually getting really hurt. Then she got scared, but otherwise the well, spirits in the home didn't bother her because she didn't realize that they weren't real people. Okay. Like, she... Right, she just treated them like a normal person, or yeah. what she thought was a normal person. Well, and I'm... I mean, she's five, so she was just like, Would hey, you be more afraid of me? I mean, it is doesn't this matter. A, is this a trick question? Because I feel like both are equally terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> what if I already am ghost me? I mean, that's one of my fears. Like, have you ever thought? I mean, I've pointed out to you several times my ghost-like appearance. And yes, my yes, you have. Through skin. But like, let's think about now. This. I'm on to this like blue hair, this light chalky blue hair. Which, if that gets any lighter, I'm really gonna think you're dead. However. What I mean, what's to say that this all isn't like one of us isn't dead and we're just like going through? Okay, on the count of three, do you want to say whether or not you're dead? Like, just say yes or no, or just see, either say alive or dead. Okay, and I'm not talking about on the inside. I'm talking about. Damn it! <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck you. I know you. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm dead too. <laughs> I mean, why didn't you say it? <laughs> did you think I was going to say a lot? I did. <laughs> I really did. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be the dead one. Damn it. We're ghost podcasting. Fuck yeah. We're ghost casting. <gasps> That's it. We're protect- That's our new handle. Ghost oh, casters. Ghost casters. Who are you going to call? Ghost casters. That's right. We're already doing a lot better. <laughs> I've already made it a lot further. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one of the friends, and this is what I talked to you about earlier, it was, um, it was a friend, was Manny, and later, once Carolyn did her research, they believed that that was the ghost of Johnny, who hung himself in the attic, um, and that's when then in the movie, like, it seems like he's pretty young. Okay. So he would appear, like, at April's side, and maybe, like, some of the other girls, too, but it made it sound mm-hmm. like it was more April than anyone, um, like, while she was playing, and then he just, like, kind of watched and, like, smirk, and he was amused by it, but if anybody made eye contact with him, he would just disappear suddenly. So other people were seeing him, too, or was, and like, just... April saying that she, like, but yeah, I can't look at him. Right, like, I can't make eye contact, because then I can't find him, like... 
Because I was scared. If she said that to her parents, no. Fuck no, that. They should have known. Down. It's they should have known. Right? Right yeah. then and there, burning it down. But if it's other people, and they like they make con- eye contact with this kid, then... Are they just not realizing it's that this thing's disappearing right before their eyes? Or are they just ignoring it? Like, uh, there's... Oh, maybe we just have a little boy ghost in the house. No big deal. No! It's cool. I know how this shit works. No! It's called fire. It fixes everything. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No. Then it releases their... Like, that's the vessel. Releases them back out into the world. Yeah, but I don't have to deal with them anymore. I mean, per... Like, if it's, like, a per capita thing, right? (laughs) Like, what are the chances they're going to find you? Exactly! (laughs) If you only let five ghosts out, there's, like, six billion people in the world? Eight billion? Something like that? I mean, even back then... Fine, you're gonna stay within the same area. Maybe when they get bored, they could go clean up like plastic in the ocean or something. I mean, there's like, at maybe least, we should let them out of the house. There's at least one that wanted to clean your kitchen. Yeah. So your chances are already higher that if a ghost follows you, it's the one that's fucking sweeping, as opposed to the one that's disappearing before your fucking eyes. Yeah. I feel like it's a safe bet. Yeah. It's definitely a safe bet, man. Where do I get a ghost maid? I don't know, but when you figure it out, let me know, because I need one, too. Is there, like, a care.com? I feel like... I feel like you just gotta, like... You maybe just, like, have to let them in your house? Nope. And then... No, because that that's asking for other things to come in, too, and I'm not okay with that. I think you, like, you only let the one in. You say only you have permission to move in. Only if you're gonna sweep my floors? I mean, only sweep my floors? No, if you're fucking moving into my house, I don't care if you're eating the food or not. You're gonna clean the whole fucking damn thing. That's what I fucking hired your ass for. You wanna go back to the graveyard? Get this house and sweep. And my dishes and wipe my candles down. Let's let's not invite things into my house, please. Really, just scrub the grout. That's all I need. Andrea also said that um, Cindy, who was, I believe, the second youngest, um... She was the most susceptible to the spirits in the house because of the fact that she had died before and because of her age. Um, oh. She was born with a hemangioma. Yes. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and it covered the better part of her face. So at two months old, they sent her into surgery I mean, to this, this, correct this, it? This was 1970. They did some shady-ass shit. Yeah, if then. they would only know what we knew now is you don't send a two-month-old in for surgery for anything in the 1970s. Right? Nothing. Mm-mm. I mean, no. if it's 1970s, shouldn't nobody be getting surgery unless no. you're dying. I still, I'm like, it's 2019 <laughs> and I'm not so sure. <laughs> you're gonna leave a fucking cell phone in me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Somebody's, um, the <laughs> hearing aid? No, no, no. The um, AirPods. So oh, yeah, the AirPods. <laughs> like falls out into. You. Did you? You know they have to. Then do... you're walking around playing Taylor Swift out of your belly button for. <laughs> no, it'll lose charge at some point, and then travel. It'll be fine. <laughs> so they took their little two month old baby in to have face surgery, right? Um, and she coded, and then the medical team. They were able to resuscitate her. Um, so she was frequently the target of a lot of the spirits in the home, both the friendly and not. Um, one spirit would constantly harass her by telling her over and over that seven dead soldiers buried in the walls. Mm. 
And they just, from the way it sounds, like they just followed around and they're like seven dead soldiers buried in the walls. So there's that, this poor girl. Mm-hmm. All the daughters felt things like forces pulling at their legs um, or their hair. There was one that once they were like in bed and tucked in at night would come in and kiss them goodnight. Mm-hmm. Um, the family would see like beds and phones and like other things levitate and slam back down again. And then at 5.15 in the morning, there was a spirit that what? What's that look on your face? You have Why? A, why would you there stay? There are so many fucking signs so far. <laughs> this is 19-fucking-70. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Um, well, they explain it. Like, they had to because basically all their money was tied up in this house, and then they couldn't. They couldn't. It was financial reasons why they couldn't sell, right? Like they, I mean, I guess, they, I guess, and they couldn't afford a second mortgage, right? I mean, I guess homeowners insurance really wasn't a, an affordable. Homeowners insurance isn't going to cover a fucking haunting. No, but it will if I burn it down. <laughs> I should probably stop saying that. So if my house ever does burn right? down, what's your insurance company? Should I call them? You know what? I'll just log in. I have your password. So at five fifteen in the morning. There would be, like, they would wake up frequently because there was something in the house that would suddenly start smelling like rotting flesh um, at 5.15 every morning. Well, not, I don't know if it's every morning, but it was always at 5.15. There was one that would pound on the front door so hard that the whole house would shake. Some doors would slam shut, and then other doors were open, but you couldn't shut them. Like, they were, like wedged open mm-hmm. almost but not by any like visible right there's nothing holding there's it no there reason, but it's like but you there's a wedge you wouldn't be able to shut it um they all heard the voice of a child at like calling out mama Aww. at night um but it wasn't any of the five girls and then one of the girls actually did see like a young child wandering around the house calling out for her mom andrea the oldest has also said um like now as an adult that there was a male spirit in the house that was bad to have around five little girls. And now we cut back to the first ghost that they saw. It had to be. If only the girls saw him, and he was just, like, right. sitting there watching an amusement as five girls, well, yeah. technically six women, moved yeah. into the house because there's the mom, too, and one dad that's a truck driver, and he's gone all the all time. All the time, like... Yeah, he was... He was, he was super up pleased start. with he himself. He was so fucking happy with this. He, like, hit the pedophile ghost jackpot. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my speculation. Right. I mean, yeah, I totally get that. But, but it makes sense, right? Like, when you no, think that, about it. No, that totally makes sense. And that totally makes sense why he would, if this is Johnny, yeah. who is... No, 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 not Johnny. It doesn't say that it's Johnny. It was well, an older, Manny. Yeah. The one that shows up as Manny, if it is him, it would make sense why he is showing up as a kid, because he's gaining their trust, but then... Oh, but then he's also the older man, too? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he's both spirits? Yeah, he's both spirits, and when he wants oh. to be an asshole, he's the older person, but when... that And that way... When he's around them as a kid, watching them, because he's not playing with them. Seeing what they're interested in. He's 
fucking watching them, but you make eye contact with them. You make eye contact with any guy who's not doing... Any fucking weirdo. Right. Any creeper, any guy who's out to get something that he is not supposed to have. You make eye contact and you acknowledge, hey, motherfucker, I know what you're doing. I see you. Nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, mm, fuck, I was caught. That's a really good theory. I hadn't you know pieced I mean? that together. I had only pieced the, that part together. I had not gone that far. Uh-uh, fuck no, that, I, okay. guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the most prominent and violent of all the spirits in the home was alleged to be that of Bathsheba Fair. Um, Bathsheba was born in Rhode Island mm-hmm. in 1812. Mm-hmm. She married her husband, Judson Sherman, in March of 1844. Oh. They had four kids together. Yeah, she's a little bit older. But then I actually looked her up on Ancestry mm-hmm. and some of these dates. She's related to you, isn't she? No, I actually <laughs> did go from my DNA profile <laughs> just to see maybe if she showed up or yep. any Thayers showed up or right. any Shermans showed up, which I actually do think that either Steve or I, one of us has there. I feel like I've seen that uh-huh. before. Um, but that's not like that. Right. I don't know. It's not buzzard. <laughs> um so they had four kids together but only one of them actually really survived and that was herbert um she was really beautiful she was loved by all the men in the town and hated by all the women by all the women um so how the story goes is one day she was watching an infant in her home and it doesn't like it's not hers uh-huh. Like, yeah, she had the three children that didn't survive, but we're also talking about the mid-1800s. Right, very easily have, that that could like, have happened. Yeah, but she was watching an infant that wasn't hers mm-hmm. that died suddenly, and then after the fact, the, like, I guess he would call it an autopsy, but we're talking about the 1800s. Right. Just cut her open. Right. Let's see what the insides look like. Does the body float? <laughs> 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 like, uh, but it appeared that, and I think that it was, it was either in the neck or like the actual base of the skull, like where the skull and the neck meet. Uh-huh. It looks like the the baby was having like seizures and died from that because somebody had shoved a very long sewing needle up in like through either through the neck and the spinal cord or up into I assume the brain if it was having seizures. Um, so she was charged. And then it was later dropped because they didn't have any, like, enough evidence. Um, And then the rumor around town became that she was trying to sacrifice the baby in a satanic ritual. um, And that she was a witch. So she did live, like, the rest of her life Mm -hmm. on her farm. She's a hermit. Um, She would punish her help by starving them or beating them. Um, And then, like, most of the sources that I looked up said that when... The sources for this story right, <laughs> said yeah, yeah. that um, when she died in 1885. Okay, so there's 1885. She was born in 1812. 1812. She was 63. 73. No, yeah, 73. 73. So she was, in, she was in 93. 73. That's so still, fucking old, though. Yeah, for 1885, that's pretty impressive. Um, but the coroner, like, n- reported on the odd condition of her body because it appeared as if she had just turned to stone. Um, Bathsheba, like, once the parents had moved in, had become really smitten with Roger. Um, whenever he was home, like, the furnace, or I don't know if it was a furnace or a boiler, or whatever else was down in the cellar, would just suddenly start breaking down. 
but only when he was in the house. So he'd have to go down there to fix it. Um, and then once he was there, uh, Bathsheba's spirit would like caress his back and like touch the back of his neck that I put a note in here for myself that said, go sex. (laughs) (laughs) She wanted to get it in. Um, which explains some of his behavior later of denying that there's even any ghosts in the house because like, then he's got to tell Carolyn that he cheated on her with a ghost. Yeah, but how do you bring that up? Very carefully, I guess. Baby, it didn't count. <laughs> I didn't love her. She doesn't even have a body. <laughs> there was I no sh- penetration. <laughs> I mean... I just went right through her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like I was masturbating, but somebody else was. <laughs> she made me do it. <laughs> By my own hand. okay (laughs) i'm just imagining this like really old decrepit stone like remember the witches the movie where the they turned that kid into the mouse Mm -hmm. yeah i'm picturing remember the high witch i'm picturing that but ghost form yeah uh, low rent Angela Lansbury. I yes, think, is, yes, that's wasn't the best. It, wasn't it actually? Was it Angelica Houston? That, yeah, I'm ninety percent positive yeah. it was her. However, like we could be totally wrong on that. Oh, definitely. But I'm I'm it, just like how I convinced you that the seven hundred club was because <laughs> seven was a lucky number for Christians. I mean, seven is lucky. I'm going to tell you right now that like we're going to state some things that we are presenting as one hundred percent fact, and it's. T- Totally not. Mm-mm. But it is in our it's world. It's almost as if we don't know how to use Google. <laughs> <laughs> or that we don't both have new phones sitting in front of us that we could Google it on. Nobody wants to sit and wait for that. So, um, anyways, naturally, because Bathsheba was like obsessed with Roger, like if it were today, she'd be driving past his house like all the time, you know, and mm-hmm. like checking his Facebook regularly. No, she would she would straight up like have a finsta yeah. to stalk mm-hmm. him. And like a fake Twitter and all sorts of have shit. Have her friends go into his work oh. just to see like right, right, and it has to be like the friends that he vaguely remembers yeah. but you know he doesn't. Mm-hmm. That way he like gets the feeling that you're watching him but has no concrete evidence. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you and then he just appears to be crazy, so it makes you seem less crazy, right? Because you're over here with you weren't there, you didn't fucking do it, right? You're with Dick Cheney or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Why Dick Cheney? Yeah. So it wasn't long after this that um, Carolyn would start feeling like had like she had been slapped or pinched with nobody else around her. Um, she was laying on the couch one day, and she felt a sharp pain in her calf. And then when she looked down, she had been, like, punctured by a long sewing needle. Oh, yeah, that's not her. Yeah. Um, oh. No clue where that came from. I can only assume that came from last weekend, by the way. Huge bruise on my arm. <laughs> only assume that it came from last weekend. Did I bring weekend. the ghosts in? I don't know, but it just I just saw it. Or did I bring the alcohol? Who knows? One will never know. Well, we do know one for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the Bathsheba eventually figured out that Carolyn was, like, absolutely terrified of fire. 
Um, so she would use that as a way to torture it. So that is brought up a lot in the movie with like the candle yeah. and the clapping and mm-hmm. like so they kind of bring it in, but not as intense as what like I'm seeing. Uh-huh. Um, so when like all the attacks failed to scare Carolyn away from the house and right. also Roger. Then, basically, Bathsheba attempted to attack Carolyn from within in the form of possession. Um, Solid. So, and then also, um, Cindy, the one, the The daughter that had died and was more susceptible to spirits, apparently she got a lot of Bathsheba's wrath as well. But maybe that's just because she was so much more connected to the spirit world. She she probably saw and interacted with Bathsheba before. Yeah. 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 Knew why she was there. Probably knew too much about her just because she was so connected. Right. Um, so, Roger would never acknowledge that the spirit, like, that there were spirits in the home, even when he had his own ghost sex in the cellar. <sighs> because you're not going to fucking tell your wife that, no. man. Like, no. No, if I had ghost sex, not telling a fucking soul. That mm-hmm. shit is not going to happen. I mean, I don't understand how I would have ghost sex as a female... I just feel like it. I would just randomly just probably like regular sex, just a lot of empty promises. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like extra good and broken dreams. I'm sorry, are you in yet? <laughs> yeah, so about the same. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, like, he would get really angry with Carolyn, and he would deny like any notion of the house being haunted. Um, it caused a huge issue, obviously, between the two of them. Isn't this how every ghost show goes down? Yeah. The wife and the kids are always like, listen here, asshat. And he's all like, nah, man. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. This shit ain't real. Yeah. Why? But he's also like, he's an over-the-road truck driver, so he's not there. So he's never there, and he's yeah. having ghost sex in the cellar, so... Hey, honey, I uh, gotta go downstairs and, um... Lila, pilot light. He's got a ghost sex swing. <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna get ectoplasm all over that? Uh, all I can think of is Slimer sliming shit. I mean, I don't... Because wouldn't always just... Maybe that's why he liked it, with all the... <laughs> okay. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting way too... <laughs> way too into this. Um... So, he actually was a very devout Catholic, um, and but he was very <coughs> hurt when his parish had asked him basically to no longer come there, no longer send your children to, like, CCD classes there, no confirmation for your daughter, because they heard all the rumors of what was going on at the house. Right. And they're like, go find another parish. Can I just say that this is a running theme with the Warrens? Yeah. Like, the Warrens like to choose people that are extremely into their religion. Like, they're not necessarily devout Catholics. Like, they're very invested in their religion. Yeah. And it's always some sort of Christianity. Generally, it's Catholicism because that lines up mostly with Ed Warrens. Well, so, well, yeah. Um, So... But then, like, I did see an interview with Carolyn, and it was actually, it's a featurette. If you watch The Conjuring, it's a featurette on The Conjuring. Mm -hmm. And she actually says that at the time, she would, like, would consider herself atheist. Right. 
Well, because that, she was kind of like in that spot where she was torn between like because of what's yeah. going on and well, the way the church is. Treating I don't know if her. it was because of like what was going on in the house or if it started before that. She's not clear about that, but she does say at the at the time she considered herself I mean, an atheist. It could have been she had already been thinking about it, and then what happened in the house kind of cemented it. So like she was already leaning that way, but then the house and then yeah. getting kicked out was kind of like all right, fine. Um, but I that makes more sense. And I think maybe they had an insider within the church. From what I have read, a lot of what they did, especially in the early days, is not necessarily... And this is not to discredit what the family had happened to them, what the parents were going through, or what anybody that they investigated were actually going through. But the Warrens were very choosy. Yeah. Of who they would investigate and who they wouldn't. So, I well, no, I touch on this. Um, So, and I actually got this part wrong. Um, By 1971, the Perrin family were desperate for answers and help, and they called upon Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm -hmm. But the interview that I was telling you about that I just listened to on the way over, and I probably should have finished it before I, like, wrote my notes on this, is that they actually, the Warrens actually came to the Perrins. Yes. And um, Carolyn was actually very suspicious at first. So, Ed and Lorraine Warren are paranormal investigators from Connecticut. Um, They are the founders of the New England Society for Psychic Research. Mm -hmm. Ed Warren was a former police officer and veteran, um, and he had become one of only seven demonologists. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's in the U.S. or if it's within all of the Catholic Church. I feel like it's that are recognized within the Catholic Church. I think I read that somewhere. But he is the only one of the seven that is not actually ordained, that is not a priest. Right. um, Or a deacon or anything. He's not not part of the church. Yeah. Or affiliated Um, with the church, I guess. So... Lorraine Warren, she was a medium and a clairvoyant. Um, excuse me. Uh, Lorraine said that oftentimes they would get into haunted homes with a trick that Ed would pull. So they would pull up to the house, park, and in about a half an hour, he would have this a sketch done of the house. And so he'd send Lorraine up to the door. She'd knock, hand him the sketch, and say, hey, my husband did this and just thought that you would like it. And in the hopes that they would invite them in and then they could start talking with the homeowners. So that brings me back to it first. Uh, in the movie, it makes it seem like the parent family had come to the war And had called them. When, in fact, I think it's more like they pulled... So, the Warrens, especially in the early career before they really gained their notoriety, which is when this is happening, is prior to... Like, they were still known... But only really within their that, community yeah. in, like, New England type area. Yeah. They wouldn't go for somebody that, oh, there's a possibility that they're faking this. Or, you know, this can be explained by this. They would do their research. They would. So they were vulnerable in two ways. They were having the family, the women of this family, were feeling attacked by these presences that were there. Yeah. And then you have the father who is now being kicked out of something that he holds near and dear mm-hmm. with his church. So he wants to do whatever he can to get rid of so this. That's why I'm suspicious about like what you said and then what I know is that they must have had an in with the church. 
they, like, the Warrens themselves had investigated over 10,000 hauntings, um, and several of them, our famous cases, been turned mm-hmm. into movies, not even just recently. Some right. of them were turned into movies, like Amityville. Amityville was turned into a movie within a year. So my disbelief in the Warrens is not that... No, I totally I, believe that these people could have very well been yes, haunted. Yes, but the, the Warrens, Warrens are, are not discredited. doing... Yes, what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. Or it's not necessarily discredited, but it makes you go... Mm, is this real? Can I trust what they found? Kind yeah. of thing. So... Ed and Lorraine agreed that it was, in fact, a witch named Bathsheba, um, causing most of the problems in the home. She had hung herself in a tree behind the barn and had supposedly cursed the land. Um, upon entering the home for the first time, Lorraine knew that there was, like, there Ed were had dark... had cellar sex, didn't he? <laughs> he had ectoplasm all over him, didn't he? Lorraine walked into that house, and she was like, you Listen motherfucker. Here. How Don't go in that you? cellar. Roger's already been fucking that ghost down there, so whatever, if you fuck her, you're going to get the same shit that he has. You're getting fucking seconds, man. Do you yeah. really want to be that person? Sloppy goes seconds. Ugh. Nobody wants that. And then there goes Ed down <laughs> no. the cellar. But she didn't. He's <laughs> like, what? There's sex in the cellar? What? He didn't hear anything else. <laughs> We're painting him as this like really smart demonologist. But he's really, just like, what? He's sex? like, cellar sex? What? Is that where I go for the sex? This door? Oh, that one. Okay, I'm down there. Well, I can't see the ghosts that are pointing to the door. You have to tell me, Lorraine. It's that door, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, That's no. where I go for the sex. That's the one that you go to to get your ectoplasm. Uh, shouldn't you be telling me Schlubber. no not to go down there? No, no. <laughs> Don't go down that stair. Um, <laughs> <coughs> that didn't seem very <laughs> sincere. <laughs> she wanted it to go down there. <laughs> get it. <coughs> very spirited handy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Lorraine noticed that there were really dark forces in the home. Um, she saw the puncture wound on Carolyn's leg and compared it to the way in which she had murdered, that Bathsheba had murdered the infant. Um, Carolyn, in a later interview, had admitted that she was atheist at the time and Roger had recently been asked to leave his parish. Because of this, Lorraine said that, like, an exorcism probably wasn't possible. So instead, they decided to do a seance in the basement with Carolyn, or I'm sorry, in the cellar, in the sex cellar. Right, to get the eggs. It's like a sex dungeon. But with ghosts. Yeah. And less bondage, because they can't really... And that's why you call it a cellar. Yes. Alive people are kept in dungeons. Ghosts are kept in cellars. cellars. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a solid leap, yeah. I mean, you don't need, like, chains and, like... Stuff no. like that and it, for ghosts, like that doesn't work. So no, and they can't manipulate chains or bondage or anything. So yeah, yeah, they're in a cellar. Sex dungeons are for alive people, and sex cellars are for ghost people. At least one person has to be dead to be in a cellar. Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay, okay. now that that's straightened out, <laughs> did you know my basement used to be a cellar? <laughs> Mm, yep, never going down there. The more you know. <laughs> Steve runs up the stairs every time he gets down there to do laundry, and I sit up at the step of the stairs and laugh, and every once in a while I've thought about just locking him down there. Um, <gasps> Make sure I'm there when you do that, and, never, <laughs> and please promise to never do that to me, because I will cry. Actually, I'm just never going to go in your fucking cellar basement. <laughs> nope, that's never going to happen. So, um, they did a seance in the cellar with Carolyn in the middle. Can we send Miranda down there? Why are we sending Miranda down just there? Just to lock her down there in the sex cellar. With oh, possible ghosts. We're calling her out now, aren't we? 
Let's do it. Sandy Mandy. <laughs> Let's do it. Sandy Mandy and the ghost seller. She's the only one that I know that will not be scarred for life if we do this. I know. I think she still would be. I'm leaving this all in. She's going to hear it. <laughs> That's fine. This is not a private conversation. Quit treating it like one. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and now you're possessed. See, look what you did. <sighs> You welcome the spirits into your body. I welcome nobody into my body. <laughs> You're not going down to the ghost cellar. I am not going down. No to ghost sex cellar. Nope. All right. Nope. You're lucky I'm in this basement. Um. So, like, the sounds basically didn't help anything. Right. Made everything magnify. This is when I'm driving in my car and writing notes on my hand right. because this is actually one of the experiences that Andrea talks about. Is that um. They had, it was Ed and Lorraine there, and then there was another medium there. And she says that basically that medium should be charged with spiritual malpractice. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's the note that I wrote on my hand, because it was just so fucking funny. I couldn't resist it. <laughs> Carolyn, well, they were in the cellar, but it, I guess then they ended up upstairs, and she was in the dining room in, like, a captain's chair, and she got thrown across the room. Carol? I don't know if I... Carolyn, yeah. Carolyn, sorry. I don't know Carolyn. if I skipped forward accidentally or what. Mm. But anyways, she was like, like, Roger was having to check her vitals. He thought that she was dead. And then the Warrens were like, don't call the cops. Don't call the fucking ambulance. And so Roger ended up punching Ed in the face and throwing them out of the house. Fuck yes. This is real life. Not, yes, no, no. I think at one point not in maybe. the movie, Roger may actually punch... Ed. It, Possibly. I might be imagining I that. I don't know. I can see the scene happening. I mean, I can go through the scenes real quick if you really want me to. No, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like I said, the family wasn't able to leave the home right away because their finances. Um, they stayed in the home until 1980, and then they moved to Georgia. Um, oh, the, yeah. Let's go from fucking New England to fucking Georgia, because I'm not going to get ghosts down yeah, there. Yeah, you're fucking, yeah, you're Spanish moss, you got alligators, and you got fucking Ghosts everywhere. On top of that, slaves, yeah. plantations. No, you are fucked down People, there. People like from the colonies oh. died of like fucking dysentery. Oh, yeah. just you want to know where the Oregon Trail was based? Not in fucking Oregon. Fucking the swamps of Georgia. Is that where it starts? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you made that up. <laughs> I totally made that up. I was like, wait, I didn't think it started there. No. But maybe I just don't know this. No, Oregon Trail starts no. here? Yeah. Does it not start here? I'm pretty sure it starts in Kansas. <laughs> I, no, I think it actually starts in Missouri. Okay. Either Once way. Again, we should have, we have Google. We know this. Um, <laughs> We've played I just know Oregon you don't, Trail enough. You just don't get dysentery. No. <laughs> God damn it if you break a fucking spoke on your wheel. Oh, yeah, you are fucked and everyone's dying of dysentery at that and point. why in the fuck are we crossing the whitest part of the river? I just I, don't fucking I get it. I don't know. And why do you have so many supplies that you can't if you have can, an extra fucking spoke in there? I don't know. Fucking kicked little Johnny maybe out. Maybe this is far enough advanced that maybe there should be bridges every once in a while. I mean... To go across rivers? Yes. On the fucking Oregon Trail. Did they not know they were going to be a video game? Mm, couldn't. Okay. Well. Either way. <laughs> so, the new owner of the home um, has, as I said, has been just, like, overrun with trespassers and visitors since The Conjuring came out. She denies any paranormal activity taking place in the home. Um, and she also did her own research. 
She claims that all the rumors about Bathsheba are false, um, that she didn't even die on the Arnold property, but rather on the Sherman property. Mm-hmm. Uh, near, but that's nearby. Um, many of the references... Isn't that like the, the big plot that it was? So one? yeah, it's like all a big plot and it's like split up basically, or the, that city or town or whatever right. split up it basically was like seven families. And then it got, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Uh, many of the other reference deaths didn't take place in the home or on the property either, but it was like adjacent properties. Mm-hmm. And she's essentially saying that it's all untrue, um, but that may be just because she wants her privacy back. Which is a huge possibility. Like I, I did find like certain sources that say that before the movie came out that she had said that there was like paranormal activity. So was she lying then or is she lying now? Like I mean, I feel like... I would, if I was her, I'd be lying now just because I don't want motherfuckers Hmm. coming to my house. So, in the interview with Andrea, or maybe it was something that I was doing, but in March of 2017, the youngest parent daughter, April, died suddenly. Um, Couldn't find out what she passed away from, but she was only like, I think it was like 51 or in her early 50s, so not very old, and she passed away suddenly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, according to Andrea, April's spirit. Didn't know it was dead. Oh. And went to visit Cindy, the one that... The the one that's uh, sensitive. Yeah. And um, Cindy had to tell April that she was no longer living. Um, Andrea and Cindy uh, had a conversation and agreed that pretty much this happened because of what they went through in the home. I mean, yeah. And that it wouldn't have happened otherwise. Um, So... The morning of April's funeral, Andrea saw her mother and father hold each other for the first time in a very long time. Um, Andrea now has written a trilogy of books called House of Darkness, House of Light. Um, and she tells their story about being in the home, not the Warren story, not the because con- mm-hmm. the Conjuring story is the Warren story. It's yes. not the Perrin family it, no. story, and it's embellished. And, um, I mean, it's made for a movie. <clears throat> now they are in, in an interview on the featurette for the film, but yeah. you never see him with Lorraine, who's also in a featurette. They did it like separately, so I don't think that like from what I read, there is not there. There's not much love lost. Yeah, between that. Those two. Yeah, no, so um, I didn't get to finish it, but I do know that right around Halloween, after, like, all this took place, after Ed had kicked them out, they did show up a couple months later around Halloween. I And I didn't finish listening to it, so I know they came back, don't know what for. Um, after the seance, the team went to go back down and get, like, all their equipment back out of the cellar, like, all their audio-video equipment. And um, Andrea says that... Like all of it was smashed up and I'm like very hardly proud of that, by the way. Hardly anything was salvageable. That One was very handed good. while still talking <laughs> I logged know. into your computer. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> your life is now my life. I just okay. single white females your ass and you didn't even know it. I mean I can change that password at any given time. <laughs> I'll be like, I can't log into Netflix, what's your password? <laughs> and then I'll fucking know it again. I'll just change it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> And um, just Ed, don't boil any rabbits in my sock pot. I like yeah. really like that sock pot. <laughs> so Ed passed away several years ago, like mid two thousands, and then as I said, um, Lorraine just passed away at the age of ninety two back on mm-hmm. April eighteenth. Yep. So um, what I will say about this, whether or not they're hacks, 
still probably lived a pretty fucking cool oh, life. Oh, fuck yeah. And I kind of admire them still. I mean, let's be real. They got to go see some of the most haunted places in fucking America and experience some of the creepiest times yeah. in these places. Because, let's be real, from sundown till about 5 o'clock in the morning, that's when the shit really goes down. Yeah. Like, and they got to investigate during this time. Yeah. Like, I am super jelly about that. The very brave part of me says, let's fucking do this. The part of me that's like, I don't want none of that fucking shit coming home with me says, nah, it's cool. I'll stay right here. <laughs> Is that like me asking you today if I could be an administrative assistant at a uh-huh. morgue? Yeah. I and am. Ghosts will come home with me. And I'm like, just, just totally be respectful. You'll be fine. <laughs> but what's respectful? Like, I can't walk past Cask and be like, what up, dude? <laughs> no, I think that's fine. But just don't make fun of them. Be like, oh, you're a fat fucker. Mm, oh, okay. Look at those toes. Like, don't so be if a I just dick. like say hi and like. Oh yeah, no, yeah. be respectful. Be like, okay. hi, how are you? Hope you're doing good today. Oh, thank you. Okay. I feel like that's kind of condescending towards their no, spirit. No, not at all. <laughs> Talking to their dead body while they're hovering over my shoulder. How do you know they're not responding to you though? Oh my god, and that's the thing. Like, what if I'm talking over them? The Lorraine, or the Warrens, the Lorraines, <laughs> the I mean, Lorraines. the goddamn Lorraines of the world. <laughs> like, why couldn't they just decide? You could have just been fucking Lauren, right? You could have, like, you know? why? Why add that extra? Why do you gotta get fancy with it? It's Perrin, it's not Perron. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lauren, not Lorraine, okay? Yeah, we're all the Warrens. They, Lorraine um... Cap is Lauren. <laughs> 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 the Lorraines. So Ed War or Ed likes to play Warren. <laughs> Warren. <laughs> hey, I pronounced words tonight. Can you get some names right? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Um, okay, so they, like I said, they initially stayed. Within New England, mm-hmm. right? And then they initially went after people that they knew were already in a very vulnerable place. Not only because of what was going on where they lived, which would obviously put you on edge if you believe somebody's terrorizing your family or something is terrorizing your family yeah. or whatever. But then on top of that, you're getting kicked out of your your church, which is your second family, which is where you're supposed to be able to go and get the support you need. Yeah. So they would target these people. Um, they went to, to target these people? They No, they really would. They would go after people that fit a very specific... Oh, they didn't go to Target with these people. <laughs> no. Target wasn't a thing back then. And if it was, it was not the thing we are aware okay. of now. Yeah. It was not the place mm-hmm. where you suddenly spend $1,000 and have no clue what you bought. Oh, my God. Demons and fucking Target. That's what it is. It's demonic possession. That's it. That's, That's why I walk happens. in for one mm-hmm. thing and leave without that fucking thing. You need fucking thing. sunscreen. Next thing you know, you have curtains and a goddamn rug and a fucking new blender and some... Some fucking coffee mugs, some new plates. Cauliflower some, crust pizza that you know you're fucking not going to eat because you haven't committed to that but whole, like, no-carb diet. You're, you're going to cook it, and it's going to sit there. You may take a bite, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. That is literally as far as that is Yeah. Going. Um, you may 
end up buying something from the baby section, whether or not you have a baby or know someone with a baby, because you're at that age in life where you could know somebody that's going to have a baby soon. You like to fantasize about the idea that maybe you can put this outfit on a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least see somebody put this outfit and be like, I bought that. And then you're the stranger in the parking lot trying to hand over this really cute tutu to a mom. And then like... That has a cute baby. And you're like, hey, this person can actually get... And then you get... That cops get called. You go to jail for harassment. But really, it's just the demons that went to Target with you. (laughs) Exactly. Motherfuckers. They're the reason I went negative the other day. That's why you got to go with the Warrens. You only go in what you're going in for. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, the way the Warrens worked was their evidence is stories. Mm-hmm. That is what they use as evidence. Okay. Um, anything above and beyond that is extra in their book. So, none of their stuff actually stands up to any sort of scientific me- method. Yeah. Even the most forgiving version of the scientific method it will not stand up against because it's literally hearsay at this point because Mm -hmm. it's their stories or secondhand it's always secondhand stories so it's either the warrens telling something that they saw or it's something that the warrens told somebody that they saw yeah um the photographs that they have are really just I mean, if you look at any photograph from like the late 60s, it's early 70s, always just blur blobs, but it's and it's always frightening, too. Yeah. So their photos are nothing but blobs of light or like you blurred just, people running down the hallway. Like you just need to dust your house, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like it's literally like, oh, that blob of light is definitely at the front of the house and you have a main street in front of your house. That comes directly towards your house. There's a main street in front of our house? I didn't know there was a main street in front of our house. No. What? That could have been no. headlights. No. Not at 10 o'clock at night. They didn't have ghost cars back then. No. Not a thing. But I'm like, this is their main source of evidence that they're using to convince people. And their other secondary, I guess, source of evidence is the artifacts that they acquired. Yeah, the vessels for the spirits. Yes. Yeah. Which one could argue are not actually vessels and are just things that people that they wanted to take because it looked like it could be cool. Anytime you went to Or the, it looked like it could be haunted. Right. It looked fucking creepy. Like Yeah, I got one of those. I got I got two kids. I got plenty of that shit. I got terracotta Jesus. Right? Sitting in my dining room. Fucking Jesus, man. I mean, yeah, Jesus, God. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows me knows I believe that. I mean, it's a valid... Is there, like, a cheese church out there, or should I start one? No, but there's this, There's a food truck called Cheesy Does Street. Does it become a cult? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, 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 I'm going to this culture. <laughs> Anyways. 
<laughs> so they collected these vessels or right. things. So they collected these vessels that hold the most malevolent malevolent spirits that are haunting or possessing mm-hmm. whoever they're investigating at that point. Did you know? So, did you know you could flex your ears up and make your ears move? I did. Are you aware of that? Because I, you just did it. <laughs> <laughs> However, okay, so the Warrens collected these things that are supposedly haunted, and any time they would have somebody come see their museum, mm-hmm. air quote museum, really, it's just a room, almost hoarder style. Of yeah. stuff that they have piled upon things that if you touch anything, if you accidentally brush anything, if you accidentally sneeze on it, like basically if you're in this room. What if you sneeze on it and somebody says, God bless you? Never mind. That's- <laughs> fuck that noise. We're out <laughs> right then and there. But if so, any of, you know, a number of things happen. Your best friend sneezes and you just throw a bottle of holy water in their face. <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> No, 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 no. You have a nutty pot filled with holy water. <laughs> Clean them sinuses out. You May Jesus be them. with you. <laughs> Go on. Either way. So, um, if you basically, if you look at any of these trinkets the wrong way, Ed has to cleanse your aura. Now, this sounds very priest-like in Mm -hmm. cleansing your aura. Really, he just splashes some holy water. Oh, I thought you were going to say something totally different. He does not cleanse your aura. (laughs) He doesn't cleanse your aura. No. He, he, like, sprinkles some holy water on you and, you know, does whatever he has to do. Nettie pots you with holy water. (laughs) Right. And then the the demons don't follow you home. So, um, either... So, the Warrens, um... Definitely made, if they didn't have insiders, they had a very good reach within their area and their community because they were able to get in on... A lot of people, they passed tips up to them. Yes, because they were supposedly the experts. And especially after Amityville happened and they became, like, it became cemented that they were these experts in America's eyes. Not just New England's eyes, but America's eyes. That's who you turn to. So at that point, they're getting even more notoriety and even more, they're being touted as even more of an expert because they're doing so much more. Everybody kind of goes to them as like, hey, I know these people. So they get most of the things that you see in movies that are based off of or based on a true story, the Warrens had their hands in because of this, because yeah. of their notoriety. So the Amityville Horror, right? So... This is probably the best example of their shenanigans yeah. than anything else. So we have the Defoe family who moved in to this town into this house in um, seventy four. Goes fucking batshit crazy, murders everybody because of the voices. Now, not saying he didn't experience anything. Not saying that he didn't hear voices, not saying that he wasn't pushed over the edge. Did he actually murder everyone? I thought... That's debatable. Is it not the oldest son that did it? I thought it was the dad that was put on trial. 
I thought the only one that survived was the son, and that it actually had, like, all evidence. I mean, yes, now, now after the fact. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. After the fact, yes, evidence points to the son doing it, and that dad was never there. Yeah. However, in 74, everybody thought the dad did it. But, so with Annieville, 74, the Defoe family moves in, somebody goes crazy, Somebody kills everybody. Afterwards, the Lutz's family in uh, 75 yeah. move in, mm-hmm. right? Well, they end up moving. They must have been out-of-towners. <laughs> right? No. Fun story. They knew of this. Um, they moved they out. They just got a good deal. <laughs> yeah. No, they really did. They got ah, like what? Let's move in. Oh, family was um, fucking murder here. No big deal. So the reason that they speculate that the Lutz's family moved in is so to help the Defoe family. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. to prove it was real. Oh yeah, and to get him because off. Didn't and I might be getting ahead of your story a little bit. Didn't the Lutz family actually even do things on top of what the Warrens did to make it seem like there was a haunting in there more so than there was? Yes. Okay. So the Lutz's family moved out, air quotes here, mm-hmm. um, within a couple of months because they just could not handle hearing the voices and seeing everything and blah 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 blah. So the Warrens come in and um, these are quotes, right? So. William Weber, who is Robert Lutz's, or Robert Defoe's lawyer, Mm -hmm. him, Kathy, and George Lutz, so Kathy and George Lutz are husband and wife, Mm -hmm. have a fucking midnight seance in the middle of the night where they get fucking shwasty pants off four bottles of wine. Oh my god, this is us and just like... (laughs) Except for they have a creative writing session about what could have happened and how things really could have gone down. And that is what they base their experiences on. So... Okay, we wouldn't be creative writing. We'd just be getting drunk and having a seance. Can we get a Ouija board? Mm, no, not coming into my house. My I house? Only if I can be cleansed afterwards because I don't want it coming to my house. I'm that person. You want me to, like, what, like, smudge you? Is that Fuck, what sure. Is that you what can, it is? You can smudge me. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> You can smudge me anytime you want. No, yeah, it, it's smudging. Or, yeah, it's like sage, right? Yeah, it's burning sage and get, dispelling any bad I'm spirits. I'm going to feed you stuffing as you walk out the door. Sage. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to smudge me and you're going to feed me stuffing because... I'm going to stuff you. I'm not... I like it when you stuff me. <laughs> I'm going to smudge you and stuff you. Fuck yes. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't. The Lutzes weren't there for two months. But they were They were only there for a very, very yeah. short amount of time. So, but within two months of the Lutzes leaving, they had what is known as a psychic slumber party with Lorraine oh. Warren, where she invited the local news station and camera people to come in for this, right? And their only bit of evidence they have Okay, but is, were there pillow fights? It doesn't say yes or no. Okay, what's the bit of evidence? Um, the only bit of evidence they have from this psychic slumber party is literally a photograph that could have been one of the cameramen walking down the hallway. 
It's literally a fucking blurred picture of someone walking down the hallway that you can tell that someone's walking down the hallway and that's literally it. Okay. That's their only piece of evidence. So there's there's a blurry picture. There's a blurry picture, which... <laughs> no pillow fights. No pillow fights. No alcohol, from what I can understand. Um, <laughs> no making out with somebody that you're going to regret in the morning. No. No girl on girl. No male on male. No random partner swap it. The, the worst slumber party you can ever think of. Yeah, for adults. I mean, what exactly. adults have fucking slumber parties? And I assume just swingers. Um... <laughs> But, like, this this is literally falls in line with everything the Warrens yeah. have ever investigated. The Lutzes, didn't they, like, actually, like, send people in after they had moved out to, like, turn lights on and off? Yes. And, like, shit like that. I don't know if they paid. So, they're saying... I don't know if they paid, but they had somebody go in and... There were lots of people that went in after and fucked with the people that moved in after the Lutzes and after and after and so on and so forth. Like, I'm if the house is still there well, and here's the thing, after, it's still going after the on. Defoe's died, there's a really good chance that that place was fucking Yeah. Haunted. Now, was it haunted before that? I don't know. We don't know. After they all died. Oh, fuck yeah, that's haunted straight up. Because that's like violent deaths. Yes. Yeah, somebody. So that's the thing. Is an that entire like, family got murdered. It is a fucking haunting. And then now. the parent, <clears throat> the parent family. It was a house that was built in 1736. I don't care who or what died there, but you know that place is fucking haunted, right? Yes. So the thing is, is that so the, like even these they, places are probably haunted. Yes. But not how the Warrens say that they're haunted. Exactly. Or at least the Warrens investigating do not give any credence to what is going on No, there. if anything, they hurt yes. the cause. Completely and yeah. utterly harm everything that is going on Do you think their there? end game was to get movie deals? Because this is like, you're talking about the early 70s. This is when, like, This really... is when the movie deals are really starting. Yeah. This is like when true life... Is really starting. And there's to be horror a theme. films already, but let's do horror films based off of real life, right? Haunting. I don't. I don't know if that was their end game. I think their end game, honestly, was to bring optimist in me. That's like I want them to have started with the good intentions and really to be able to be like, hey, this is a real thing. But then got swayed by the money and the fame and the notoriety. And you know they're making some sort of money. Yeah. Off of this. And if you notice, once Amityville Hoarder happens, that's when all the Amityville Hoarder? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's probably... That's a totally different story. (laughs) Sorry, I was mixing up... I was mixing up their museum with the the horror house. He didn't kill his whole family. (laughs) They all moved out because he just wouldn't throw that fucking shit away. But so he went on, he was like, no, I don't have any family. They all died. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I was getting their museum mixed up with their... With the Amityville Horror House. Amity... Wait, no. (laughs) Can we try the... Nope. Amityville... (laughs) I thought I was the one that couldn't pronounce words. Horror. Amityville horror. Amityville. No, not Amityville. It's Amityville. Amityville. Thank you. Amityville horror. So, once this happened, you... (laughs) (laughs) They go back and revisit 
most of their like the the more known the yeah, more fame the that, more fame the ones that have become movie stars yeah. they went back and revisited and either talked to the families again or did interviews about it again or suddenly have a trinket on display or you know whatever yeah. somehow they're bringing it to light so people ask about it so they can tell the stories about it yeah and. Like I said, most of their evidence are these stories. And what is the best way for you to get your name out? Always word of mouth. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I did a good job. They're awesome. They really but know the what they're talking they, about. They didn't do good jobs. They they didn't, but but they are experts in their field now. Yeah. Well, not anymore. They're they're. <laughs> I mean, they're dead now. Who are they? That's who was locking me in the bathroom. Oh my god, they're right dead now. I'm sorry, Lorraine. My bad. You were not a hack. That's who locked me in the restroom. Probably was. That's who keeps on unlocking your back door. It's I mean, but now that I know that, I'm going to fuck with you. Please don't, because I will cry. <laughs> I will I will straight up. I will burn. No, I'll just burn my fucking house down. I will just no, pack my you kids know, up and You know, I'm going to do something leave. stupid, like have one balloon on a weight and then put will. a sheet over it with the eyes cut out. No, I, I mean. I stick it down here and be like, oh, <laughs> look at this money. That's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to see it for like six weeks. <laughs> It's like deflated and weight laying on the floor, and you're like, God damn it, Sophie, why'd you cut holes in my sheet? <laughs> Got anything else? Um, I think I did. I had, um, no, I touched on most of it during your, your case, how they choose very specific people to go after. You ghost touched on it. Fuck yeah, I did. Just a little caress. Get him a little, a little ectoplasm ready since hey, I am daddy on the inside. Hey, uh, your um, your furnace broke down. <laughs> Someone needs you to. Uh, you I know. need you to go look at my laundry room, please. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to come down here. <laughs> That's not creepy. Well, we don't have either Chris or Steve here to confirm that they're alive. We're just gonna have to wait until next week to. They are alive. They are. Yeah. I mean, mine's upstairs asleep with... We wouldn't be doing this kid-free if we didn't have... Oh, yeah. No. There would totally be... Yeah. Kids destroy... There would be a kid... There would be no podcast. Really. If they weren't alive, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, so... They're alive. At least for another week. Thanks for being alive, boys. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. Bye. Um, Subscribe. Yes, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at... T-T-G-I-B-I-N-G-O. <laughs> T-T-G-D-I-T-N. Yeah. B-I-N-G-O. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we love you. Yeah. Thanks for listening.